Welcome to the Being Fearless Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Robbins, and I'm here to help you live your life unapologetically. Being fearless is not about never being scared. It's about being scared and doing it anyway. Let's rock. Hey, fearless friends. How are you? Are you super excited that the holidays are here? I am like the most festive person ever. Like actually sitting here while I'm recording this, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that says Merry Grinchmas. And I have a random Christmas tree headband on my head. So when I drop this episode, I'll probably post that picture of me sitting here in my festive gear. But are you ready? I mean, I don't know. Are we ever? I personally love the holidays. Like I love the decorations. I love the lights. I love the cookies. I love the parties. But let's face it, it can be really stressful. I swear the holidays just kind of bring out the worst in people. And that's such a bummer. Why? Why does that happen? Why do the holidays get so stressful that all of a sudden people turn into assholes? Um, Fun fact, I worked retail for many, many years. Like I started in a salon and then I worked in women's clothing for many years and people were awful to us. Like we're just trying to help you. It's not our fault that so many people are trying to like check out. I just really saw the worst in people. And what's like truly ironic about this is I probably did retail for 10 years. And I always said that the year that I don't do retail, I wanted to be that crazy person that goes out on Black Friday and shops. And you guys, I've probably been doing that for 15 years. And it's not because I'm looking for crazy deals or anything like that. It's just now tradition. And I do it with one of my besties, We've been friends for so many years. We've been doing this for like 15 years. And it just brings me joy to go shopping with her every year. And I mean, every year it's a little bit of a shit show. Like we're tired. I need coffee. We lose each other in stores. We don't know what we're looking for. The line is 45 minutes long. And even when you're sitting in line, like this past um, Black Friday, there was a woman behind me at Target and Target takes you through all the aisles, which I think is really cool. So like some of the stuff you'd be like, oh my God, I just need that. And it takes you through like the beauty and the cleaning aisles. Like you guys know what I'm talking about in Target. And there was this lady standing behind us and she was like on the phone. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. And she's just like, oh my God, this fucking line is so long. I'm never going to get through it. Ah, this is so stupid. Like you came out on Black Friday, lady. Like you didn't know that this is what you were signing up for. Like, come on, like, let's just have fun with it. So I tried to joke with her a little bit, but she really wasn't having it. But unfortunately, you get two people Two. there are two kinds of people that go Black Friday shopping. The people that are out there scouring the deals, but they don't really want to be there. So they're kind of bitchy. And then the people like me that think this is so fun and I just make a mockery of all of it. I mean, the first year we did it, the line at Kohl's was like around the store. And I mean, it is three o'clock in the morning. And I just say out loud, I was like, why is everybody in line? What's happening? And the lady was like, this is the line to check out. And I was like, oh, that's not good. Um, I mean, yeah, lines suck, but it's the holidays. So you know what? You just got to kind of suck it up a little bit. I will say, I feel like Amazon has really alleviated some of this, but 
I mean, you still shouldn't be mean to the retail workers if you're going out there. Mean, being mean to people has never made anyone feel better. So if you're going to be that person who is just going to act like a bitch bag when they go out, I'm just going to be real blunt about this. You need the Amazon. <laughs> you need the, the online shopping. And I will say that over the years, I feel strongly that online shopping has become such a norm in our life that people don't go shopping the way that they used to when I did um when I was working retail. But I will say this, rule number one of holiday shopping, be kind to the retail workers. Honestly, rule number one for life should be be kind to others, but I don't really want to jump on that soapbox right now because I'll just go off on a crazy tangent. I will say this though, the kindness of others is why I have a podcast. When I was struggling launching my podcast, a woman named Victoria on Instagram reached out to me after hearing my story and hearing how frustrated I was with technology and just trying to get my podcast launched. She sent me this beautiful message and she was like, oh, I just launched a podcast. Can I help you with anything? And I was like, oh my God, yes. And I'm sure I've told you guys this story before, um, but it bears repeating again because I was so grateful, so grateful. And when I went back to her and thanked her 73 times, she was like, girl, it takes zero dollars to be a good human. True fucking story. It really, it costs us nothing to be nice to people. And honestly, this world needs more kindness. So if there's one thing you take away from this podcast while you're listening to it, just go out and be nice to people. Um, and just to give her a plug, you can check out her podcast. It's called Story Freedom with Victoria McGinnis. And I love it. She has amazing interviews with people. So I hope you guys go check it out. All right. Focusing. Um, here are a few more of my tips that I want to share for surviving the holidays and not going crazy. We don't want any nervous breakdowns. Um, don't, I repeat, don't go into debt buying presents. Honestly, I was this person. Christmas went on a credit card and I spent six months to a year trying to pay it off. How stressful is that? Like you buy all of these things, you put it on a credit card and these are material things that you're giving to people. I mean, and then you're paying it off for months and months in your life only to repeat the cycle next year. My personal rule in life and in Christmas shopping is if you can't pay cash for it, you can't have it. Simple as that. And I, I mean, debit card, of course, like don't get crazy here. But yes, let me just say that again. Let it sink in. If you can't pay in cash, you can't have it. Has anyone ever actually said to you like, oh my God, you didn't spend enough money on me? That's not a thing. <laughs> it's just not a thing. So don't make yourself crazy. Don't go into debt. And honestly, when you sit down with your list to see what you're buying for, you know, maybe there are people that you don't necessarily need to buy for. I know years and years ago, I used to buy friends, uh, buy my friends like gifts every single year and it would cost me like a small fortune. And we all just collectively decided like, why don't we just go out for dinner and do that instead, instead of doing, you know, all of this, you know, Christmas shopping and make, making ourselves crazy and that works out. 
Um, it shouldn't be about buying all these lavish gifts. Remember that saying, it's the thought that counts. Let's get back to that. <laughs> oh, um, I just want to let you guys know, after I give you all these tips, I'm going to give you my favorite holiday gift ideas. So maybe they spark something for someone you've been struggling to buy for. All right, next tip, be realistic. Don't spiral down the vortex of having to have this perfect holiday and doing all the things and going to all the parties and having your house look like a Hallmark Christmas card or one of those Hallmark movies that I love so much. Um, perfect does not exist. I know, you're all shocked. Have fun with the holidays, like enjoy it. Like I told you guys, I love everything about the holidays. And at the moment, Christmas definitely looks like it threw up in my house and there's not necessarily a rhyme or reason. Does my tree look perfectly symmetrical with decorations? No, do all of my like Christmas decorations match? No, but you know what? The whole thing makes me happy and it doesn't have to match. And I will say, um, really excited about this. I am hosting my first Christmas Eve. For those of you who don't know, um, I bought my first house last year on my own. I bought a two family. I am so incredibly proud of this. It was one of the scariest moments of my life. And it's been a dream of mine since I was a little girl watching my Nana and then my mom, you know, host these holidays, but I just never had the space for it. And I am over the moon to be, you know, hosting Christmas Eve. And here's the thing I've learned that my family has taught me. It's not one person's job to host an event. Ask for help. Like I send out an email to my family and I'm like, all right, can you bring this? Can you bring this? Do you mind doing an appetizer? How about you bring a dessert? I'll do this. Who wants to bring the wine? And we all share the responsibilities because when it's one person's responsibility, like that's when you're going to go bonkers and it should never be one person's responsibility to make Christmas happen. Um, so that's just my stance on that. But I am super excited about hosting my first Christmas Eve. You guys, we're going to even have a signature drink because I'm a big dork. Um, it's going to be a sugar cookie martini. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah. So that's just a little bit about that. Um, just being realistic. And you know, that actually leads into my next tip, playing off of being realistic. Release your guilt of not being able to do everything. You can't commit to everything. Do what you can. And most importantly, do the things that make your, that bring you joy. Throw that guilt out the window. Like there are so many parties, there are so many events, there are so many things. And it's okay to say no. It is okay to say no. You're going to hear me repeat this all the time in life. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you're saying yes to everyone, you're saying no to yourself. Let me repeat that. If you're saying yes to everyone else, you are saying no to yourself. And by saying no to yourself and not taking any time for yourself, you're making it way more stressful than it needs to be. Like, I'm going to tell you guys what, I had a crazy holiday weekend, crazy. I was overstimulated. I didn't want know what to do with myself. Like, I don't do well in overstimulated, you know, 
situations that take a couple of days, but I'm self-aware enough to know that after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and then my high school reunion, I needed to take a step back, chill, and do the things that really ground me. And honestly, you know what I did? I actually sat on my couch and just vegged in front of the TV just to sort of shut my brain off. And then of course, like I'm a big book nerd. I sat down and I read my book. I took a bath. I did some meditation, but it took me a day or two to like come back to me. If we're always go, 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 making ourselves crazy, doing all the things, all of a sudden you are just going to burn out. You're going to feel like crap. And quite frankly, you're not going to be useful to anybody. And nobody wants that. Don't make yourself crazy for the holidays, please. Don't try to do all the things. Okay. All right. Good. All right. This next tip, I'm not even necessarily sure this is a tip, but I'm going to address seeing family. I'm actually lucky enough where my family, for the most part, gets along. Like there's, we're small, but there's no like weird, creepy uncle that's going to try to grope you. (laughs) There's no aunt that gets wasted and is completely inappropriate. And I'm going to reference 16 Candles here because I love 80s movies. My grandparents never discussed me getting boobies and then grabbing them. (laughs) I love that movie. Honestly, if you haven't seen the movie, you need to go watch it because it's hilarious. And Long Duck Dong has to be one of my favorite characters ever in life. Um, But my point is... I don't have any family member that I like absolutely dread to see, but let's be honest. Are there family members that are maybe going to push our buttons and make our ang- make us angry? They sure are. <laughs> um, and it's your job to manage that. Um, I personally, um, just to go back to the grandparents, I grew up with um, one set of grandparents, my mom's, uh, my Nana and Puppy Squash. I called my grandfather Puppy Squash. Yep, that's a story for another day. Um, They were absolutely amazing at the holidays. And I have to say, I miss them probably at the holidays the most. I mean, they loved getting everyone together. Nana is the reason that I love decorating. I'm sure, you know, we've all lost people and that grief can really come out during the holidays. And here's my best advice about this, because I'm a super emotional person, like super emotional. Like you guys, I watch those Hallmark movies and I am constantly crying, even though I know they're going to get together. It's always the same time, the, the same story, like boy and girl meet under whatever circumstances. They might not even like each other, but you know by the end of the movie, they're going to come together and I'm going to cry. So like I'm a crier. And sometimes at the holidays when I'm like looking at my albums or I have this great picture um, of, you know, me with my grandparents that was taken around Thanksgiving, like I get super sentimental, um, you know, thinking about stuff like that. So if you're missing people, if you're going through grief, I think my my best advice is to be, it's okay to feel it. It's okay to be sad, but celebrate that person. Talk about the amazing things they did. Talk about your favorite stories with them because what doesn't bring families together than, you know, talking about things. I wish I could come up with like a specific example right now. I can't because I can't. <laughs> um, but yeah you know, celebrate the people that you don't have anymore. Um, And also just to round out this family chat, 
We're not going to get along with everyone. Duh. That's like life lesson. If there's a family member that like annoys the crap out of you and you just don't want to interact with them or maybe they make you feel like garbage because they give you like, you know, those backhanded compliments, like, I mean, do your best to make contact minimal with them. Um, you know, if you're in a conversation, this is, this is my move, by the way, guys, I want you to know that this is my move when I'm feeling uncomfortable or when I'm in a situation that's negative because everybody is different. And sometimes I find myself in these situations where people are bitching about things or it's just not a productive, excuse me, conversation. It's not making me feel good. What I usually do is I very politely say, okay, I just, I've got to go. And I just kind of bow out. I usually do it politely. Sometimes I just um, walk away. I try not to be rude like that. But if you're in a situation that kind of sucks and is kind of, you know, putting you into a funk, remove yourself. Oh my gosh, you know, it was great talking to you, but I got to go to the bathroom or like, I need another drink or I'm hungry or, oh my God, look who's over there. Let me go catch up with them. Like whatever you need to do to get out of the conversation and keep your sanity, I want to encourage you to do it. Because again, even in life, not even in the holidays, there are people that are going to push our buttons. Y'all know who they are. You do. And my best advice is to not engage in that conversation. And I will say like that literally is my move. People know that if I'm around a bunch of people bitching and being negative about something, I just politely dismiss myself because I honestly, I want to be the most positive person in the room. Simple as that. I want to be the, you know, positive person. I don't want you to look at me and be like, yeah, I'm going to go over to Jackie because she loves to hear bitching. No, I don't. It is a well-known fact that I don't want to hear any bitching. If you're going to bitch and vent, that's totally fine. But I want to hear the solution. <laughs> I think it's the life coach in me. Like, But I don't want to sit there and just have a bitch fest. That's really not me. That doesn't make me feel good. Um, also, if you're feeling particularly fearless, maybe you have some liquid courage why not just tell them how you make how they make you feel? Your feelings are valid. And sometimes you need to tell someone that what they're saying bothers you. Like I had a family member that used to give me really backhanded comments, like um, compliments. Like they would say things, you know, like that. I don't want to go into details because um, I don't know if my family is on here. Um, and, well, some of them listen, so I don't want this to be a thing. But I had to finally say, you know, you really hurt my feelings when you say this. I would appreciate it if you were just a little bit more mindful of those things. And do you know how freeing that was? It was freeing as fuck because guess what? The behavior changed because I set the boundary that I'm not okay with how you're talking to me. And I mean, that's a holiday lesson. That's a life lesson. You are the only person that can let someone treat you a certain way. So if there's somebody that continuously in your life makes you feel like crap and you don't say anything, I hate to say it, sister, but that one's on you. You, you got to do the fearless thing. I know confrontation is hard. Believe me, I've been there. But if you just ignore it, it's not going to go away. It's just going to you know, fester and manifest other things in life and call resent and, you know, cause resentment. I don't know if you're a person that holds on to things. Um, I used to, but it is the most freeing thing to just let those things go. Like 
put it out to the universe, speak your truth, and then boom, you've done your job. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my stance on that. So I'm going to move on to a little bit of a lighter subject and talk about some of my favorite gifts before. Um, like I said before, do not go broke buying all the things. It's not about the things. Um, I will say too, in my family for like the grownups, we do a Yankee swap, which is awesome. We've been doing this for a few years. Um, we set a cap on the things and then you're only buying one thing as opposed to if you have 20 aunts and uncles, that's going to send you into debt. Um, I personally like to go with buying booze. Who doesn't like a good glass of wine? Um, coffee. You know, I love me some coffee or like fuzzy blankets, something easy that everybody would like. Um, yeah, so that's good. Um, but here is my number one gift that I like to give experiences. Instead of buying people stuff, why not go do something with them? Like my mom knows this and I'm sure if when she listens to this, she'll laugh. But every year for Christmas, I buy her a ticket to the Dancing with the Stars tour because that is one of our traditions. I love it. And I love taking her to the show and we have such a good time. And those are memories. Make Create memories. Don't just buy things because eventually those things go away. Um, and I will say like years ago, I used to get so stressed out trying to buy for Nana and Papa. And every year, and I was in like my early 20s, so materialistic things really meant a lot to me back then. And I'd be like, Nana, can you just tell me what you want? Like, just tell me what you want. It'll make this so easier. And you know what she said to me? Jack, I just want you to spend time with me. By the way, I think I just got tears in my eyes saying that. Like, I can hear her saying that to me. She just said to me, just spend time with me. So you know what? They didn't live super close. They were like an hour away and I had a job and I used to at least once a month go on my day off and I would go visit them and I would spend the day with them. And that's all they wanted. They just wanted to spend time with them. And that is a lesson that I learned from her that I've held on to my whole life. So when it's time to buy birthday and Christmas gifts for my niece and nephew, I'm always like, what fun thing are we going to do this year, guys? And they'll let me know or I'll come up with something and it's great. Um, but yeah, that's a big thing that Nana taught me. Um, also, I'm going to give you a bonus one right now because I just thought of it. Why not create something? I'm not saying you have to be the Pinterest queen, but one of the things I used to do for my Nana and Papa was I would make them scrapbooks. You know, what if you took a picture that you love of the two of you or the family or something and give that as a gift because that's awesome. And how often do we swap out our pictures? I mean, I do it all the time because I'm a crazy person, but, um, you know, a lot of people don't. So my... Number one is experiences. My number two is to create something um, for them. And then my next one, the third one is buy someone a book. I am a huge book nerd. I love to give books. I love to get books. I love to read books. When I get off this podcast, I'm gonna go probably read so I can sit and chill out because I'm gonna be amped. I absolutely love reading and you're given the gift of knowledge. And when you read a book, you're like transported to like another universe. And I think it's awesome. Obviously don't give a book to somebody who never reads, but <laughs> 
I shouldn't need to say that. Um, here are a couple of books that I recommend that I loved. My all-time favorite book in the universe is called Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owen. I also love, and I'm not going to tell you guys about these books. I want you to go look them up. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Holy crap. Couldn't put it down. Love that woman as an author. I will buy all of her books. Um, the Lying Game by Ruth Ware. That one also could not put it down. When We Left Cuba by Chanel Cleeton. Amazing, amazing book. I'm super excited she's coming out with another book. And if you're not into buying people like novels and there's somebody like me or you who's into personal development, I'm a huge fan of Rachel Hollis's Girl Wash Your Face and Girl Stop Apologizing. So those are a couple of my, you know, favorite books. Um, the genre I tend to like is historical fiction. I will say When We Left Cuba um, is considered historical fiction. Um, I absolutely loved it because it takes things that were going on in Cuba at that point and then gives you like a story. Oh, sorry. I thought I wasn't going to tell you anything about the books. Okay. I get excited talking about books, guys. All right. The last one I'm going to give you. When in doubt, buy a gift certificate. I. It seems impersonal, but I do feel strongly that people love to get gift certificates. I can tell you that I love getting gift certificates because then I can go and like grab something for myself that I really want. And I think that's great. I particularly love it when people give me like a Starbucks or a Dunkin' gift card because buying myself coffee out and about is not the norm for me. So if I have a gift card, that's like a couple of coffees that I can treat myself to because I treat stuff like that. Um, and I'll talk about, you know, money stuff and how I got out of debt in another podcast. But one of the things I did was I cut out the daily Dunkin' coffee that I was doing because it's three freaking dollars. Three dollars a day is $21 a week, blah, 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 math. <laughs> um, but I love to, you know, grab a quick gift card. So my top four things to give for gifts are experiences, make the memories, create something, even if it's just putting a photo in a frame. It's a simple, beautiful gesture. And again, it's the thought that counts. Um, books, always one of my favorites. And gift cards, totally simple. So I hope some of this helped. Um, those are my tips for, you know, surviving the holidays. Um, I would love to hear some of your tips. You guys hit me up on Insta at being fearless jacks and let me know how you survive the holidays, what your favorite gifts to give and get are like, I want to hear from you and I hope you enjoyed this episode. In the meantime, have a rocking day. Hey, fearless friends. Thank you so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me. If you're looking for some more confidence connection, head over to JackieMRobbins.com and sign up to get some weekly tips. Stay fearless.